Coming up in the Game on Australia podcast, episode 22. 22. <laughs> For those of you outside of Australia uh, and who don't know cricket, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but in particular, 22. It was um, the great, late, great Richie Benno's uh, thing, wasn't it? It was. Made it really famous was. by the 12th man. The Chew, the Chew. chew. Uh, so shout out to them and yes. uh, rest in peace, old Richie. mate. Mm. Yes. Hey, uh, let's get into this Thursday, the 23rd of February. Coming up in the podcast, we have got early reviews on Horizon Zero Dawn. This is the new uh, game coming out for the PS4 as an exclusive only in just weeks. Once you hear these reviews, Dan, you're going to want it on an Xbox. I'm going to want it on Xbox. Well, I want everything on Xbox, so you know. Fair point. (laughs) Um, We came across a story last week that Channel 7 jumped on, which is a a, a big channel here in Australia, a big free-to-air channel. That's got to do with Grand Theft Auto V modding and uh, <laughs> and the Australian police. You're going to love it. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, big news about our latest development for Game on Australia in general. Um, we're going to be talking about whether or not this uh, YouTube clip that's popped up, which we'll play some audio for, is fake or not. Yep. We have some thoughts on that. Um, and I have a little challenge for Dan. I, I might call it a, a mini challenge <laughs> for Dan. Pun intended. Mm. Um, plus some other stuff. We'll also get into the uh, old school retro pickup of the week. Oh, game on. Game on. All right, here we go. Do you know, it's funny. I love my music, as you know. I know. I've seen lots of documentaries where artists go, you know, I might be tired, like on a three-month tour at the end of my tether. I'm so tired, but I hear, you know, the crowd get up on the stage and then adrenaline kicks in and boom, I'm on. Yeah. And that music does that to me every time. So Same yeah. for me. It's awesome. I it's totally like, get it. It's awesome. I'm on. Game on. Game on. <laughs> uh, so are you all right? Are you a bit tired? Are you... Oh, I've just been, actually, I, you know, I can't blame gaming because I haven't done any gaming this week. What? Yeah, I know. <gasps> Damn. Since the weekend. Oh, it's like it's you have four like days, a, a family and you've <laughs> yeah. got a real job and stuff like that. What are you doing? Well, it's like that, but yeah, it's, it's not right. Mm. I need to um, redeem myself. I would love to say that I was up late last night playing games as well, and that's why I look like this, mm. but it's not. It's because Bubs was up late mm. last night. And, mm. Sometimes they don't get it, do they? They just get it, gotta get them to go to sleep so you can do some gaming. I keep telling her. Gosh. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm losing SR points on Overwatch right now. What is your problem? She's just. Ah, bah, 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 bah. Do you love me? Do you yeah. really love me? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, let's get into the top three bits of news. Cool. Number one Horizon Zero Dawn. So, this is the brand new game coming out uh, for PlayStation 4. Um. And I spoke about this in last week's podcast because I'm really excited for this. Not because it's a PlayStation exclusive. I think games like this need to be everywhere. Mm. But this is also a great excuse for those of you who don't have a PlayStation to go and get one. one, It is a beautiful open world platformer. Uh, It's just going to be absolutely gorgeous to explore. It looks very, just in the way that it's all sort of come together, it looks very Last of Us. Um, Not in terms of its gameplay or the theme. Completely different theme, completely different plot, completely different story. But just from looking at the initial, you know, pictures and and videos and stuff, it's giving me those feelings that The Last of Us gave me. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Um, 
is this the one I've been seeing nines and 9.5s out of 10s? Yeah. yeah so right. the initial reviews have just started to come out. Um, IGN, which is my personal go-to place for reviews, mm-hmm. uh, have just dropped their pre-play review on it now, and they have scored it an absolutely incredible score of 9.3 out of 10. Um, basically, that's 93% in the, uh, if you're looking at it that way. That's exactly. Pretty that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> they scored it amazing and said, just briefly, Horizon Zero Dawn presents us with a beautiful world full of unforgettable challenges. Uh, the verdict is it's uh, across a vast and beautiful open world. Horizon Zero Dawn juggles many moving parts with polish and finesse. A couple of words you don't hear with a mm. lot of games these days. No, you don't. Main activity combat, extremely satisfying thanks to the varied design and behaviours of machine creatures that roam its lands, each of which needs to be taken down with careful consideration. This is the really cool thing, right? Because mm. it's open world. There's various machine creatures that are, are throughout this entire world. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, you know, flight creatures. Some of them are giant beasts. Some of them are tiny little guys that hunt in packs. And, of course, they'll all have to be uh, managed differently. And it's only PS4, you're saying? Only PS4. Well, that's not right. March 1. So what's God damn today? it. 23rd. God damn it, Sony. Well, hey, you guys had your thing with your, your little Gears of War yeah, true. and your bloody Titanfall true, the first time true, around, true, all right? True. So, you know, it's, it's, it's our turn Suck now. it. Our turn. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Suck it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. In a nice way. <laughs> Suck it. Hey, uh, number two, bit of news. Oh, man, this is, this is hilarious. You know, look, it, it's not hilarious for anybody who's not a gamer, I, and we totally get that. No, it's, I'm ch- laughing at Channel 7's reaction. So the story being is that it made news last week that, and Channel 7 ran with it as a sensationalist type story that, that these commercial TV stations can do. So if you're outside of Australia, Channel 7 is one of our free-to-air channels. We've only really here like the got, American NBC. Or, yeah, or, they're one um, of the big CBS ones. CBS or whatever. Right, if not the biggest one nationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, this appeared on their, their news broadcast. <laughs> and I'm going to actually grab the audio, right? Yeah, um, and the, the, you know this sensationally, uh, sensationalizing it when, you know, they do a big seven news first uh, sort of thing. So take a listen to this story. It's it's incredible. These are New South Wales police officers as you've never seen them. Sorry. No, don't hit the partner. Crushing cars, shooting suspects and getting run over. What happens next? Far too disturbing to show. The that I've seen, arrested somebody and then shoot them. Uh, that doesn't. So this is Troy Grant, who's the New South Wales Police Minister. We're in WA, by the way. New oh. South Wales on the other side of the coast. And then shoot them. Uh, that doesn't happen. That is perverse. Grand Theft Auto is notorious for being violent, sexual and gory. That's why we now, love it. Underground <laughs> computer geeks have written New South Wales Police into the action. Get out of the car. Their vehicles and uniforms are accurate in every detail. <laughs> it's called modding or modifying the original <laughs> game. The now, oh, they, they say, right? Right, you know, underground computer geeks. Is a, who sounds like the geek? Yeah, exactly. Like, seriously, when you listen to that, the it's called mod or modding. <laughs> who sounds like the geek? Channel Seven. For New South Wales firefighters, federal cops, even the police chopper. Violence is ever present. This desensitises people to the real risk the police face, and I find it offensive. In 2001, oh senior constable Jim Affleck was run down and killed by a man reenacting a PlayStation video game called Need for Speed. That Don't... last bit, okay, that's, you know, if that happened, then that's a bit disturbing. That's but, disturbing, right? But I'm offended that they're pushing this out as if gamers don't know the difference. Yeah. I think they treat 
people like idiots. I think most gamers can distinguish between what is a game and what is real life. I've played millions of those games and never had one inkling to go out and shoot anyone for real. It's classic issue with journalism now where they just like pick and pick a, an angle knowing it's going to get people's backs up. And you know, I mean, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. You know, and that's all it is. I like, actually quite like it. It's localized the content. <laughs> it's, you know, it's good. Yeah, hey, I saw those cop cars before. It's really cool. I'm with you. And that last story there about the need for speed thing, this is the thing that gives me the absolute shits about the way that they sort of put two stories together, right? Yep. Because, no, that guy didn't do that because need for speed made him. That guy did that because he was a fucking idiot, mm. right? He killed that cop because he was a. Idiot, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. not because a game made no. him kill the cop. No, terrible thing that happened, but it's not the game's fault. And why don't you actually go out there and go and grab the guy who modded the game and interview him and ask him why? Instead of just pulling the footage, yeah. ask him why he modded the game like that to include New South Wales police yeah. and stuff, you know? And I mean, I don't know if you watched any of the actual guy doing it, like his YouTube channel, but it's boring as much. Shit. Mm. Um, like he's 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 streaming, he must be using Twitch or something, he's streaming and he's this really nerdy voice and he's, Hey guys, I'm, and he, I, I'm back. I had a really bad cold. That's why I sound a bit uh, raspy or whatever, he, you know, but it's just so lame, mm. but they've just given it, um, column space. I know they've made, they've made it look they've like given he's a publicity. A, they've made it look like he's a criminal. Yeah. Which that's is, what, which that story, oh, they make, yeah. Get anyway, get stuffed. Um, so yeah, but, but Channel Seven, you want to do a gaming show? Please, by all means. Yeah, by all means, we'd love to. We'd love because we know that We're apparently um, Hex from Good Game is now part of Channel Seven's yes. sort of stable. Yes. So you know us and Hex and whatever. Yes. Oh, interesting. I just got a little ding on the Facebook page. Um, that ding is uh, from somebody who said, "Hey, why don't you talk about this in the um, the old school retro pick of the week a little bit later on." Which oh, we will. Which you will. Yes, it's awesome, actually. That's real life action right there. That's real life action uh, happening as we speak. Good. Um, the final thing that we need to get onto. <laughs> and this has been a long time coming. Well, <laughs> My bad. Let's let's just break it down, right? What's been going on, right? So for about uh, oh, six weeks or so, um, we've known about uh, the fact that we're putting the podcast on a Qantas and Jetstar, right? So we thought, yep. okay, let's let's keep riding this wave. This is yep. awesome. Hey, um, why don't we put together a website? <laughs> and Dan goes... I can do that. I'm a web guy. Well, I am I'm a web guy by trade. Um, uh, web content. I'll register the domain name. I'll do the whole thing, <laughs> right? I'll invite you to my fa- my house for a barbecue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I should have known. You invited you me known. to your house for a barbecue at Christmas. Yeah. And I still haven't been around to your house nah, for a barbecue. It's been, it's so seven sh- weeks ago, yeah. I should have known that it would yeah. take six weeks for you to register <laughs> the <damn laughs> domain name. Right? So, <laughs> Which is? GameOnAUS. GameOnOz.com. Boom. Boom. Um, um, only because someone's already stolen bloody game on Australia.com. So yeah. good on you, whoever you are. Yeah. Thanks a lot, champ. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we're putting together our website and, um, we it's are. coinciding with everything else that we're doing and we're continuously riding this wave and you listening to the podcast right now, we have you to thank because, uh, you're making it a, a really great success and very popular. And that's why we're doing these things. Cause we're seeing a bright future in this. So, and I'll, yeah. yeah. And I want to make it clear that, you know, even though we'll have the website, um, we're still going to share lots of other people's websites content on our Facebook page because yeah. gaming's too big for just one website to cover. Way too big. And um, we're all about just giving gamers the best best content possible. So whether it be our sites or someone else, we'll we'll just happily share it and share the love. So exactly right. We're not biased. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to send us some stuff, please get in touch with us through the the Game on Australia Facebook page. And, and very uh, soon from our website. 
Uh, actually, speaking of which, too, we're going to be doing some exciting stuff with PLA Computers, who um, we have some content ideas for, don't yeah. we? Yes, we be, do. We're going to go out there with a the video camera and shoot some stuff. And mm -hmm. um, I, there's a lot of things I want to ask Jono at PLA Computers, particularly about um, routers and modems and stuff like that, because I'm having still having MBN issues. Sure. And I'll give you an update on that, Pete. Yeah, how's that going? I was working last Sunday night. Mm. And you know how annoyed I get when I work on the weekends. I was yeah, sitting yeah. there and all I had to do was put up an interview from our radio station onto the website. Yeah. Downloaded the audio from WeTransfer, 79 meg, and the computer said 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Ten. And I'm, on, 79 I'm, on, I'm on an upgraded speed pack on NBN. I download that quicker on my 4G on my phone. Thank you. So I screen grabbed that little, you know, with the blurb says 70, you know, 75 bed, uh, nine minutes. Screen grabs it, put it on Twitter, and I said, Australia's at NBN. So I tagged NBN in it. Yeah. Thanks very much or something. Malcolm! Or whatever. Malcolm! Yeah. And then I went, actually, I should tag Optus because they're my provider. Yeah. In as this as well. So two tweets. Within like an hour, I had a tweet from both of them going, oh, this is terrible. Let's sort this out. Right? <laughs> Optus have now, I'm now having a direct message conversation with them about the problem. So they're right on it, which is good. Okay, that's good. That's good customer yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to say, Optus is customer service for me personally has been great, but I've always gone through social channels. So you make it public. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good point. Stuff you up this, you know, and you put on their Facebook page and they respond really well. Yep. So I'm hopefully going to get to the bottom of my problem, but I shouldn't have this problem. No, I know you shouldn't have this problem. You know, because you're it's got to affect my gaming. So what I'm going to ask John at PLE computers, because I'm using the Optus, um, uh, the generic Optus modem they gave me with the, uh, the pack that we signed up for Yeah, yeah. for two years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, am I better off buying a new new modem that's yeah. dedicated to gaming? Well, or, from my know? from my experience, because I've had uh, third party. Well, I use a third party modem now. I, I use a, a Netgear, mm. um, and from my experience, the third party modems are generally better than the modems that you know. Yeah. Optus and Telstra give and, you. And uh, the website whirlpool.net.au, I think, is a very handy thing for this kind of thing. But it'd be love to great to get Jono from PLA on yeah. a video to give his five best. Yep modem slash routers for gaming. And because we're working closely with PLE now, because we're forming a little bit of a partnership and more on, more info on that to come, mm. um, you know, they're actually uh, someone who's gotten back to us and said, yes, we'll talk on your show. So, <laughs> so yay! Yeah. Yay! Do you know, and a fun fact, I used to work at a building company 25 years ago and... Um, that's not a fun fact. It's not a fun fact. <laughs> the, the old man that started, the guys, there was a building company called Mills and Hassel. And the, the man that started it was a guy called Glenn Hassel, right? Yeah. Who's now long gone, uh, dearly departed up there with Richie. So, um, you know, uh, rest in peace, Glenn. But he... Um, Imagine that conversation mate, from a building yeah, guy and him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many square meters? Oh, 22. But this guy, <laughs> this guy was switched on. Like, And I would have been 19. He would have been... I reckon 70 mm. and he built all the databases and all the, um, Excel, uh, programs for the building side of this company. And he did all these dealings through PLA computers. They used to be based out at a suburb here, Northern suburbs called Wangara. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I think that was one of the original stores and I used to go to PLA I, cause I was like him and I were the two IT guys at this company. Yeah. And uh, I'd always go to PLE and drop in and go and get stuff for the company. So you've known I've, like PLE since they were like started. Uh, it would have been 91 or 92. Mm. So we're talking 26 years. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Amazing like, while, while we're on the subject, like PLE, this uh, tournament gaming company that I'm a part mm. of called flagtest.com, PLE have been the major sponsors. They built out battle PCs for the grand finals and all that sort of stuff. So they're fantastic in that. Um, but while you're talking about, you know, internet speeds and whatnot, you know, this is also an issue that we're having trying to create 
um, <clears throat> big companies or startup companies that deal in this sort of space because we just don't get the support from NBN or from the, um, you know, the, well, the National Broadband Network. We, we don't yeah. get the support to be able to do it. We, when we had our grand final last year at, uh, at SciTech here in Perth, um, we actually had to tell everybody you can't use their uh, public Wi-Fi at SciTech because if you do, then it will crap out the bandwidth of the game because mm. they just don't get decent download and upload speeds, you know? So I'm gonna, it's an issue. There's a, a guy I used to work with um, here in the radio network that we work for, a guy called Jordan, but he lives now in Singapore. Mm. And he posted this last night, and I'm going to show you this screen grab. This is an Ookla speed test. Holy shit. He is getting a ping of four milliseconds. He's getting a download speed of 393.99 megabits a second. And an upload of 404.25. See, that's the amazing thing. His upload's bigger than his download, which is mind-blowing as well. In Singapore. Because you do not, even here, you don't, upload streams being bigger than download streams are unheard of. You get like 10% of what you get download for upload. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That that is mind-blowing. So I'm moving to Singapore, I think. I'm right there with you. Well, I have to be, otherwise podcasts. (laughs) that's right. So anyway. Uh, So um, our whole point from that last 15 minutes was the fact that we're, we've got a website. So Yeah, yeah, it is coming. It is coming. It is coming. Right, now I want to talk about, we've championed this bloke before, and he's getting a bit of a name for himself. He's almost getting a Leroy Jenkins name for himself. I can't oh, think of his name, it. but what, what is we, his name? We don't know his name. That's the thing. We don't know his name. We, we're just calling him the Rage Quit Guy. The Rage like Quit Guy, yeah. Right, so basically you would have seen on the Game on Australia Facebook page a little while ago, we posted a, a Rage Quit Wednesdays video. It was Thanksgiving, of, wasn't it? It was Thanksgiving, right? So he's there and he's like, I, I really like to thank Walmart. Uh, I, they do a bang up job. The turkey looks amazing. So does this food. And, and then he went on for a little bit because they all go around and they, you know, say a little bit of prayer of thanks before yeah. they tuck in and start eating. Right. And then uh, he thanks his mum because she bought him a new Xbox <laughs> after his dad, his, sorry, his dick of a dad <laughs> destroyed the old one. And he is sitting right opposite his dick of a dad and then his dad just went nuts he said you're not part of the family and he was like no you and he tipped up the the table table up up and the whole thing the greatest part about it is his brother films these escapades right these and laughing isn't he laughing he's loving it right so another one has just come out and basically uh it just shows his brother again just filming um and he goes out into the backyard his dad is on a ride on lawnmower. <laughs> he is opposite his dad, just yelling and screaming at in him. In a Mexican standoff type situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? He's holding his Xbox controller, and in between the two of them yeah. is a big pile of all of his Xbox <laughs> games. Have a listen to this. What the fuck is this about? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you want a game, but you got to get a job while you do it, too. You're insane. Why are you doing it? Are you going to mow him over? Yeah, I'm going to mow him over. That way you get out of your room for a little while. Maybe you'll get a job. You've been out of school three months now. Gaming is going to be my job. Oh, I do it. I'm really good at it. you got student loans. you got car payment. you got insurance. I'm really fucking good at it. He just threw his controller. you got to make money while you're doing it. You're not destroying my game. Oh, big luck while you're dead. Dead. Please, please. Please. This cost me like hundreds of dollars. I don't care. I don't care. You got to get a job. What is this? What is this? A cheese? 
Oh, did he do it? <laughs> yeah, he did it. Oh, God. Ah! You should see it's a bloodbath. Ah! 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 Oh. Ah! It's okay. GameStop was just like starting to revamp there. You want oh, your fucking YouTube videos? Oh, you think it's funny? Hey, little island native over here. Except the dog shit. Fuck you. Oh, shit. Hate my family. So, I, I, I'm going to call it. I think it's fake. <laughs> you think it's fake? I think it's fake. Why do you think it's fake? And that's, you know, notice how I asked you then whether he'd done it because we when we watched it the other day, yeah. I stopped because I went, this is fake. Yeah. I'm convinced that they're doing it to get publicity, probably get free games too. Possibly. He becomes, he it, becomes it just they seems... become the family whose dad always destroys the Xbox. Yeah. We've, I mean, we've all dealt with, and we talked about this last time, we've all dealt with rage quit, you know, quitters and I, you know, I've at times probably rage quitted something, yeah. I guess, you know, but, um, it just seems a bit too set up. It's, it to is, be honest. it look, you know, it looks contrived, but I mean, at the same time, it's very possible. I know for a fact, if that, if I went outside and my wife's got the lawnmower running with my games in front, yeah, there would be some serious issues. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know. And, you know, this kid, he, if he sounds as serious as he possibly is, right, he he looks like he's, you know, I don't know, late teens or early 20s yeah, yeah. or whatnot. So it's a, it's a big deal. I remember when my mum, like, had enough of me playing um, Nintendo 64 because it's, it's all I would do every single day when I got home from school. And Good. she tossed it in the bin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good, right? Adopt me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm old enough. She tossed it in the bin and then she felt bad like an hour later, so yeah. she pulled it out again. But, yeah. I, you know, maybe there are some kids out there who play gaming, who play games that much that it does get to that stage because, you know, they, there's still that sort of sentiment from um, the previous generation that, no, 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 video games are for fun. There is no way you could possibly make a living out of it, which, you know, again, I, I bring this sort of back to flak test and what we're trying to achieve with inter-school esports yeah. is that we're trying to teach people, no, no, no. There is a future in professional gaming. Yeah. It's out there. It's just as viable as any other. If not, in fact, it's a it's a billion dollar industry where you know um, people who play professionally for these teams are earning hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars a year to play for yeah. them. You know, so and that's not that's still not in the mainstream. There'd be Channel Seven. I guarantee you, in five years' time, Channel Seven will do a story. Did you know? Boom, boom, boom. Did you know? People are making hundreds of thousands of dollars out of games. Yeah, you like, can game online. You can game for for money now. You know that kind yeah. of stuff. Like that. Will, and it would be like instead of mart or marting, it would be games or gaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you flogs. Oh, oh, that's funny. Geez. So anyway, if it's fake or not, it's still funny. It's still funny. I still find it. I mean, there's definitely people out there that, that would react like that. Mm. I just feel it's a bit fake, to be honest. That's a big pile of games, though. I mean, there's yeah. there's got to be close to, I don't know, maybe $1,000 worth of games. Oh, well, you know, if Viva Piñata's in there, then, you know, no, no big deal. Yeah, run it over, Dad. <laughs> uh, if you want to know what Viva Piñata is, check out one of the previous podcasts. Mm. I think it was like two or three episodes ago. Mm. Hey, um, my little challenge for you, Dan. Mm. All right, let's get to this. Uh, because I have a theory, and this theory is based on the NES Mini Classic console, which I've been playing quite a bit lately. Um, and that is that gamers from the 80s and 90s, based on the games that they played... Tick. Tick. That's me. And me as well. Um, were more skilled at the time, by comparison, to gamers of today. 
right? And That's here's, a big call. It man. is a massive call. I know it is, but here's the reason why. You play a game like Overwatch or Titanfall or, you know, there is some semblance of the computer helping you out a little bit. You know, there's... um aiming sensitivity, which you can muck around with. Mm. There are things like uh, auto-aim as well, mm. where the game sort of helps you out a little bit. You know, you'll definitely notice that on Call of Duty games, yep. right? And you can turn that off if you want to, but I guarantee you most people don't. Uh, but I've been playing things like Castlevania, and I am getting absolutely slaughtered <laughs> because your attention to detail, you're, you have to be so switched on switched in those on. games because it's not just, you know, walk a little bit, half a dozen enemies, yeah. hide behind some cover or something. Yeah. There's no such thing as cover. Yeah. There's no yeah, such yeah, thing as yeah. half a dozen enemies there or anything like that. Cover, actually. No, they, they toss every single enemy that they possibly can yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah. So I've set up an S-Mini All Classic right. here in the studio. I'm just going to go and turn it on. Oh, well, I'll keep talking then. You keep talking. Um, this is a very interesting sociological experiment because I, I don't know that I share your belief, but I'm in... Oh, how? Listen to that sound. Look, at uh, you've never seen the NES Mini Classic in action before, no, have you? Check it out. How good is the... Because you can muck around with the graphics and stuff and make it look like the old TV or just play in HD like it is yeah, now. that's fantastic. How good is that? So uh, it's set up. It's ready to go. We're on the home screen right now. I'm just going to turn on my Nyko controller. So this is the wireless controller that a lot of people went and got when you couldn't get the original controllers anymore. You've got Gradius, you've got Ghosts and Ghouls, Galaga, Final Fantasy. Um, but I'm going to go over to... There it is. Where are you? Castlevania. All right. Right. So, oh, it's got Bubble Bubble. Yeah, Bubble Bubble. Man, I love that game. Yep. Um, and how good is it, like I mentioned before, that this thing fits in a lunchbox? Oh, no. How good is that? All right. So we're on Castlevania right now. All right. right? Um, here, you take the controller. Uh, thanks, mate. And hit start whenever you're ready. And uh, I am going to time you. So what do you do? I've never, I've never played this game. So you just go through and just don't so get killed. There's a dude. Okay, cool. All right. Yep. Jump. So time starts now. Oh, there's the whip. Okay. All right. So you're at the original sort of early area. Yeah. All right. What's the, okay, here we Just go. Just about to walk into the castle, and here we go. You're getting started. <laughs> How long are you predicting? What's the prediction? Oh, about a minute. How good are the 8-bit sounds, by the way? Unreal. Now, these creatures that you're coming up against, they're like these ghostly creatures to begin with. Yeah. Right? Ooh, they're not I, too bad, shit. okay? But this is when it gets, like, crap. Can I go up when those you get, or not? Yeah, you need to press up to get up them. Uh. Right? So this is where it gets crap when you start getting creatures that sort of jump around and stuff like that. This is the issue that I'm having with these games and why I think... Ah, see? Got you, got you again, right? And why yeah. I think that gamers of the 80s and 90s had to be a lot more switched on, got you again, yeah. um, than the gamers of today. All right. Oh, hello. Cheapers. All right. Now, this is... You're starting to get to the area now where I just... I could not pass this for the life of me because there's a bat flying. And no matter what you do... There is. There you is. Can't, you can't. You can't kill him no matter what you do because he's just too bloody oh, hard. God. Can you just leave? No, you can't just leave. Oh, God. Ah! <laughs> I died. So, okay, based on that sort of gameplay, it's not too bad those first sort of few, like, couple of levels or whatnot. But when you start coming up against enemies that are flying around like that... It's just bloody nice to play a game with a jump and a attack button, and that's it. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? I bloody love that. Yeah, yeah that's all and you that's, have to do. Um, you know, that's ingrained from years and years of playing those kind of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon 
it's that's why it's interesting why the SNES has done sorry the super the mini NES has done so well because um NES mini sorry why the NES mini has done so well because um I I would imagine young kids wouldn't really get that what do you mean the simplicity of it oh yeah no, that's what I love would. I don't think they would I love that right yeah. so that was that was a pleasant experience thank you we should do more of that. I think we should do more of that as well. But do you get what I mean? Like, I do, do you, get what do you mean, understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I know yeah, all you've got is sort of jump and hit, right? Yeah. Whereas these days, even with the controllers, sure, it may look more complicated from the outset. But you've, you know, if you're playing your regular game, you've got half a dozen different sort of bits and pieces at your disposal that you can use to kill enemies. Where yeah. back in the day, all you had, all you had was, was just jump. Or fire, whether it be throwing a, a sword or throwing yeah. a knife or something like yeah. that. That's it. And if you had a, an enemy coming at you flying, you couldn't rocket boost or jump yeah. around the map or something like that, evade, spend the entire time like beating it just by you know running and holding down R3. No, all you could do was actually face off against it. And you had to be really, really responsive in terms of, you know, oh, do I jump now? Do I duck now? Yeah. Do I hit now? Yeah. You but know? my natural instinct now is to pick it up and have another go at that bat. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is what I love too, because that's the challenge and that's the gameplay element. Yeah. And that's why I think these games are so big and why they're making such a massive return because that's yeah. the kind of thing you want, right? Yeah. So. And I love a good bat too. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, was masturbating. End on a joke. <laughs> and Frank it's, and Beans. It's five to 12. <laughs> uh, no, so, all right. So there you go. That's a little that's thing. Right, and, and we'd love to hear your thoughts, right? Um, if you think that gamers of yesteryear uh, were a lot more skilled by comparison of gamers of today, Let's Let us know. Yep. Or if you think of the other way, if you think, no, nah, that's not the case, you guys are an idiots. Um, yeah. Yep. Let, Let us know, know too. as well. Yep. Um, I want to talk about gaming droughts. Yep. So gaming droughts. So the amount of time between either owning a console or not gaming or whatever regularly, right? And not mine, I think from about probably 98 or 99 through to about 2006. So we're talking seven years of non-gaming. Seven years. Seven years. How did you survive? I don't know. I did a uni degree, and that, um, and I was not living with mum and dad. I moved out. Yeah. So, because my brother had one, my brother always had his Xbox, <laughs> which I always fell back on. Um, and so I guess I just, and I was, I don't know what I was doing. I, I don't know. Actually, I'll think about it now. I think, what was I doing? Because like, I love gaming, right? Yeah. But um, I came back in when I bought the three sixty, the first in the original incarnation of three sixty, and then I've been gaming ever since again. So about seven years. It's funny, my brother's going through the same thing. My brother moved to America. He's got two young kids, uh, Maddie's two and um, Laney's uh, two months or whatever. So he is probably on about a four-year stretch, I reckon, because he's been over there for a year before that, and he didn't have one here for about a year. So it's about three or four years. So he's showing a similar pattern to what I did. So we're talking, okay, just on this, um, going to an arcade on the off chance, like a, a US oh, equivalent no, of a time have... zone doesn't count. Or... No, no, that doesn't no, count. We're talking, about we're talking about regular, regular at home, at home console recreational gaming, recreational gaming or PC gaming yes, or whatever. That's right. right. Yeah. So time zone. Yeah. I, I, I would have done all that. Does Minesweeper count? Uh, no, it doesn't. Cause doesn't I, did, I, I did a lot of that. Yeah, so, so proper real. <laughs> I bloody love that game. Yeah, so, so do I. Oh, I was, once you actually work out yeah, how what, to do it. Yeah. What's going on? It's an like, awesome oh, game. Yeah, this is oh, a good mate. game. It get, got me through a lot of, uh, sad days at the building company. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, I'm working. Yeah, I'm working. I'll play Minesweaver. <laughs> um, anyway, my brother's recently hinted that now he's had bub number two and I think that's it for them that he's going to go and buy another Xbox. I was like, man, that's awesome. Cause it's like. 
it not only opens the um, opportunity for him to game, but also opportunities opportunity for us to game and keep in contact more often than we do because mm. he's 14 hours behind us here in Perth. He's in Iowa, 13 hours, sorry. So his Saturday night is my Sunday morning. Yeah, gotcha. He, his Friday night is my Saturday morning. So it's perfect timing, right? And you know what? It is such a great way to stay in contact with someone. And I just on that, because when I moved over East for a couple of years, mm. Um, when I was in Canberra for, for 12 months or whatever, uh, it was when Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare oh, 3 God. were yes. the games to play, right? And I spoke to my cousin more <laughs> living in the Eastern States, playing Modern Warfare 2, 2. and 3 together yeah. than I ever had done when we lived in the same state here in, in WA. It's incredible. Well, that's right. You know, that's where gaming is great and it brings people together, right? It does bring people yeah, together. It does. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I know we're biased, but anyway. Yeah. So... I'm really pushing now, now this point that he has to buy one because it not only gets us back talking more often than we do, but also it breaks that drought for him. Because now that I'm out of my drought, I honestly, I'm thinking about it last night going, what, why did I ever not have another console? It might have been a lack of money too. I might, I might have been, I was actually pretty poor back in those days. So it might have been that as well. But yep. the point being is that I don't think I'll ever go again without a console in my life. Yeah. Starting, starting with the Switch in, two, in a week's time, but you know. So every generation of console that comes out from here on in, I will buy it. You will in some capacity buy it. Yes. So where's your PlayStation 4, you mug? <laughs> <laughs> Got me. No, well, you know, um, I, I'm interested. Have you, have you ever had a gaming drought? I have. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, it, uh, I went through a bit of a gaming drought in between uh, GameCube and... PS1? No, not PS1. Because I, I never bought a PS1, hey, like back yeah, in the day. Right. Um, PS2, we never had either. I went through a bit of a, a drought between getting my PS3 and the GameCube. Because okay. there were a few sort of bits and pieces that came out in between all of that. Um, <clears throat> there was a few flops, wasn't there? Yeah, there were a few flops. I, I don't know. I almost feel like through the early double O's, um, after the GameCube came out and whatnot, there was... Maybe a little bit of a lull. I know PlayStation Two gaming was was pretty hot yeah. and heavy. Like a lot of people were onto that, and and um and yeah, and you probably disagree with what I'm saying right now. But I feel like through those sort of early double O's, I I almost feel like console gaming sort of took a little bit of a dip, and then it resurrected itself again once the 360 and the no, PS3 I agree, came out. I agree totally with that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know whether it was because that's coincidentally when I had my drought, and it might have just been that I wasn't interested in. Anything that was out there. Yeah, possibly. But I mean, you and I are about 10 years apart, right? Mm. So, you know, like there, there had to have been something there in that particular time, right? Mm. Because 10 years difference in age is enough to go, all right, like if you weren't gaming, I probably was and vice versa, right? Mm. For, for whatever reason. So there had to have been something to do with that sort of timing and what was out there on offer At for the people time. to go, eh, you know what? Maybe not. Um, maybe I just I was just a touch too young to have stumbled o- onto the PS2. Yeah. Um, maybe you were just in a different stage of your life. I guess. Yeah, I was. I, don't know. I was. Um, you know, um, well and truly with my girlfriend, who's now my wife, Liana. Um, and like I said, went back to uni as a mature age to do a degree. So I yeah. actually gave gave a shit. <laughs> actually did. You know what? Yeah. Okay. You were just with your girlfriend, who's now your wife. Yeah. Had just gotten to uni. Oh no, uh, two or three years. All right. Well, it's yeah. still yeah. you know yeah. right. 
I was just starting to have luck with girls. Yeah, yeah, right. You see what I'm getting yes, at here? Yes, I do. Maybe. They're the problem. They're the problem. <laughs> Women are the Women. problem. Women. Women. Yeah. Are the problem. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because I, I, I know the root of all of my gaming droughts. <laughs> yeah. Great choice of words. You're welcome. Yeah. Means something different here in Australia. <laughs> people listening from the US. Um, Look it up. Means sex. Yes. Yeah, because I, I can honestly say probably the only thing that's ever taken me away from gaming, with the exception of the past maybe 12 months and my daughter Mila and stuff, has been women and sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I... We I, combine all three. Yeah. Like, whoa, well, amazing. I because I, I got to admit, like, you know, if, if my mates uh, called me on a Saturday night when I was in my early 20s and said, you know, let's go out tonight. And if there was a new game out or something, I, I would have quite happily at the time gone, nah, you guys go out. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto yeah. you know, 3 or whatever. San Andreas. Um, yeah. But, you know, if I was dating a chick at the time and she said, hey, booty call, yeah, I would have yeah, been like, yeah, yeah, the game can wait. Game can wait. <laughs> yep. Digital strip club can wait. <laughs> I got one going on. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I do know. It's an interesting, and I, I there's a, um, my kids go to a primary school over here and there's a dad at the school who I think back in the day was pretty hardcore gamer, mm. but he's given it up cold turkey because he knows if he ever gets one again. And he loves to keep busy. Like he loves to do stuff on the weekend, like build tables and do all that laboring stuff that I'd hate. Right. Yeah. 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 He loves it. And he, he's admitted to me openly that if he bought one, he'd, he'd be stuck. He'd be gone. Yeah, absolutely. Gone. And, um, and so especially now with, I, with I so much that, on offer. I find that interesting that, that, um, I think most, particularly most guys have a little gaming gene inside them that if you tickle it the right way. It's pretty hard to, oh, <laughs> pretty hard to drop. Gaming, and you know what, well, this kind of works well because gaming starts with G, but gaming's my G spot. Like that's, mm. you know what I mean? Like it's, that is, Mate, yeah, like spot on. Quite often when um, I'm gaming with my regular co-op partner, Ronnie Corbett, I, we, we actually, and it might be the Reds or the whiskey talker, but I'll just stop and say, how good is gaming? How good is gaming? Because it is, it's so bloody good. It is so bloody good. I love it. Love gaming. Actually, gaming is the G spot. That's our new song. Gaming is my G-spot. Gaming is my G-spot. But we'll write that. All right, we'll write Boom. that. There's another song on the way. Oh. By the way, on songs, uh, Valentine's Day song was received very, very well. Uh, I'll be your well, gamer why tonight. wouldn't you receive the line, uh, I'll be, oh, pull, bring out the Doritos and the Mountain, and the Mountain Dew. Dew. We'll capture the point. Then I'll be Mountain You. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. It's, That's romance it's right there. Absolutely romance. Gold. I can't take all the credit. You you know, it was 50-50 between us with, this, with writing lyrics for that absolutely. song. So. Absolutely. And I can't play guitar. Clearly, you're out before it. So. Um, but, you know, it's a very good point. And I, I think, you know, with the, the switches coming out very soon and I, you know, it's really weird. I'm getting, I'm almost having um, a little bit of anxiety because... Like, because um, Liz is on maternity leave at the moment, mm. right? And, you know, we're not uh, in the job at the moment. We're out of sort of surveys and whatnot where I can rack up a couple of bonuses and everything, right? Mm. So, um, you know, we're surviving on a bit of a pittance right now. Money's been yes. tight. And it's coming up. Switch is going to be launched in just a few days. And I don't have the money to get it. No. And I'm, I'm kind of sitting here going... Oh man, I know. you know, it's going to get to that day and everybody else is going to get it. Cause we talked about last week in the podcast, yeah. you know, one of the most amazing uh, feelings you get as a gamer is getting a console uh, yeah. on launch day. 
yeah. and playing it at the same time everybody else is playing it for mm. the first time and, you know, going to work the next day or... Uh, well, social media, the next just day. jumping on social media straight away and going, oh my God. Blah, I know blah, blah. The, the second, right, March 3rd, the second people start picking up their Nintendo Switch consoles, yeah. you're going to hear, that's all you're going to hear plastered all over Facebook, Twitter, yeah. the whole lot. People going, check it out, man. I'm, yeah. I'm unboxing. I'm yeah. playing Mario Kart for the first time or whatever it's going to be. Well, you know what? Even yeah, worse, right? Which is yeah, my... Your, this your G-spot of, this of is, the, the game that's your G-spot. Legend of Zelda. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, that is the game people are going to be playing because that's that's yeah. launch day game. Yeah. And I'm just over here like... Well, Aww. yeah. If it's any consolation, I'll be in Bali, so I won't be able to buy it either. So. Yeah, but at least you're in Bali. I know. You, know, you can <laughs> sit in a pool and smash cocktails yeah, and forget a about your problems. And your gaming problems for a little while, you know? <laughs> I'll be over here like a pleb <laughs> coming into Working, work. Working, single income, Ugh. no switch. I know. Man. I feel your pain, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, uh, do you want to do a little bit of what are, what are we playing? Uh, well, I'm not playing anything. I, I just admitted before that I haven't played anything this week. I played, um, uh, what did I play last weekend? Oh, a bit of Skylanders with my kids. Oh, how was that? Actually, it's a good game. Is Skylanders it? is a good game. I've never played Skylanders. It's actually a really good game. And it's... Um, a good use of character, good use of the vi- different vehicles and the missions and stuff. It's excellent. So yeah, um, uh, my son, particularly four-year-old son, Will has has really been bugging me to play it. Yeah. And um, actually, he, I tell you what, I mentioned my oldest daughter Luca in previous podcasts having the gaming gene. She's yeah. quite good, but he's got the goods too. Has he? There's a, there's a couple of missions where one flies the plane or drives the car and the other one shoots with a little target. And yeah. I always give him the shooting thing because it's just easy. It's built. Because you don't can... trust him behind the wheel. No. But he <laughs> insisted last week that he drive and he drove it like a champion. That's I mean, great. And that's good because then I can shoot all the bad guys and do all yeah. that. You know, it's fantastic. So anyway, Skylanders. It's such a, it's such a, a it's such a gaming dad thing or mum thing, right? That, you know, as much as you want um, your kid to have fun and play the game, there's still part of you that goes, we need to fucking win. Give it to me, son. So, you know, uh, yeah, sure. You want to drive? Not just yet. All yeah, right, yeah, mate, yeah, let's yeah, give it another yeah, couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah. And you're I'll not ready. You're, you're not ready, ready. Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Oh, that's great. Uh, so I've been smashing Nintendo Mini Classic. Um, oh yeah, yeah. All those games that we were talking about a little bit earlier in the podcast, and um, the reason why I'm doing that uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, just feeling the nostalgic flavor at the moment, and uh, also. Because uh, one of the games on there is Gradius, and Gradius was one of the games that my dad and I uh, played. Oh, sweet! Like, um, just like it was one of the first times he, games him and I ever played together, yeah. and we used that used to be our thing. Like, we'd play Gradius, we'd play oh, two players. Warm regards to Sam. Hey, Dad. Alive and kicking. Yeah, alive, <laughs> alive and kicking. Alive and gaming. Alive and gaming. Alive and gaming. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, like it's just one of those games where where it pop, when it popped up in the Nest Mini Classic, it's probably one of the reasons why I bought the Mini Classic. To be honest with you, because I was like, oh man, Gradius, I love Gradius so mm. much. Um, playing a bit of California Games, which is old Nest title as well. Is that on there? Yeah, it's not on there. No, I went out and found it. I went over to the um, retro store in Canningvale, oh, uh, yeah. Mad yeah. Retro, yeah. and saw Sinner and said, you know what, I've got this flavor going on at the moment. We were talking about this on oh. the weekend. Me and my cousins like playing hacky sack and yeah, yeah. Surfing, surfing and skating, BMX and, and, BMX sk- and oh, the half stuff. pipe. Yeah, the oh, half. Oh man, the half pipe was the bomb. Just love what it. was the lame one? Was it roller skating? Was that there was a there was no, five six events and five were great and one was lame. There was roller skating, right? Frisbee, frisbee. Fris- frisbee. Oh, frisbee. Remember, you used to you had to toss the frisbee as far as you possibly could, and to this day, I still don't understand 
how how the game works, how it, how its yeah. mechanics sort of work that makes you toss the frisbee further than you know somebody else tosses yeah. the frisbee because only five meters or some shit like that. And a bit of history on that game. So that game came out after two massive games on the Commodore 64, Summer Games and Winter Games. Yeah, yeah. Which are based on the, um, I don't, can we say Olympics? We can say we Olympics. Can say Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Based on the Olympic Games and they couldn't use that name in the title. So I called it Summer Games, Winter Games. And it was exactly that. It was like 10 events, um, you know, very basic things, but it was all the big events at the Olympics, so swimming, running, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then California Games came out and it's just awesome to have this random selection of what are the... Um, some of the events, and especially stuff. in the like eighties, were the sort of alternative sports. Yeah, yeah. As... Well, skating, like the the skating that you can do, right? Yeah. It's just, it's funny because some of the things that some of the things that you have to negotiate while you're skating are seaweed, <laughs> just seaweed across the thing there, um, cracks in the sidewalk. You know, jumping at the right time yeah, to get yeah, you know yeah. to a higher level yeah. and whatnot. Um, and that I used to love the skating. I think that might actually be the one you're referring to in terms of the lamest one. Yeah. Cause, just purely because it's skating. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I used to like it's just roller skates, not using skateboarding. That's not pipe. Um, but roller skates and just I, I used to love that one because it was actually out of all of them the most challenging. Yeah. It was the most challenging one. Um, I always found BMX the hardest. I think from memory. Yeah. I I used to really I think BMX I loved it that much because it was BMX was riding a bike that I played it to death. So I got really good at it. But the skating one, no matter how much I played it, I never used to be able to get maybe further than a couple of minutes into the oh. session. So, And how good was this? The surfing was my favorite. Surfing was I fantastic. bloody love yeah. the surfing. And then you'd get far enough and Do you'd... Do 360 in the, in the, in the air. Yeah. Like... And you'd wipe out and that shark would come yeah, up. Yeah, like yeah, a little yeah, eight bit shark yeah. with the teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm playing a bit of that. That's um, cool. Dropped Overwatch for the time being because we're out of season at the moment. That'll come back eventually, I guess. Uh, and yeah, but um, I'm a retro gaming at the moment. And which speaking of which, is which a good is segue. A great segue yes. um, old school retro pick of the week. This is the one where through some of our Facebook pages that we become affiliated with that are auction houses uh, online, um, we find some really great retro buys that you can actually pick up. Now, this isn't so much a retro buy as it is more of a retro day. Okay. Uh, that one group in particular that's starting up. It's a group that I tend to mention every week because it's usually the yep. place where the best stuff comes up. Yep. Old school retro game zone Australia. Uh, go and find it on the Facebook page. They're increasing their numbers. It's great, but they've started an initiative on Mondays called Make an Offer Monday. Oh, cool. Right? So um, it's really uh, quite simple. It just gives people who have got some real rare sort of stuff that they might want to get rid of an opportunity to put it out there with no obligation to sell. And then people make offers on it, right? Um, but we've seen some incredible things come out there. Like we're talking about deluxe Nest systems from 1985. Uh, just last Monday, actually, a Super Nintendo Entertainment System big box Super Mario Kart came up, right? Oh. So the SNES is in there, the controller Super Mario is in there, beautifully presented, which is one of the things that Nintendo did best yeah, throughout they, the they 90s, did. right? The, the artwork on the box is incredible. Yeah. This got as high as somebody offering $1,900 and the guy would not part with it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and the, to be honest with you, that's probably with that condition, probably about $600 short. I would uh, say that it might come up again this Monday and yep. somebody might throw two and a half grand at yep. it and he might go for that. So, yeah, yeah right. That's yeah, a so fantastic idea. It's a great idea. Uh, Making like off for Mondays. It, well, it is, right? And the, the beauty about it is, is people aren't afraid to throw really rare items up 
right, that you rarely ever see because, because there's, there's no obligation, no obligation yeah. right? Yeah. There's no, let's put this up for an option. It finishes tonight and, you know, you might sell something for 20 bucks when it's worth 200 yep. You know, so this is really good. The old school retro game zone, Australia. Go and check them out on Facebook. Uh, join the group. Um, great admins. Great session and get ready for making off on Mondays because there's always really awesome retro stuff coming up on those days. Awesome. That's it, Dan. That's it. That's it for another week. Yeah. Uh, car. Car. That means we start. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, there's so much at the Game on Australia Facebook page oh, man. for you to go and check out. All those videos and stuff that we talked about throughout the podcast today, everything's up there plus a whole heap of other stuff. And um, I know bookmarking isn't a thing that people do these days, but you know what? Just make a note. Game on AUS, gameonoz.com it's is coming. coming. It's coming. Uh, it's in development right now, but if you go to the domain name there, you'll see it parked. We are serious about this. And also, April 1 is launch date for the podcast going on all good flights to Qantas and Jetstar as well. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see that uh, if you're taking a flight, international and domestic. Boom. Um, so, boom. <laughs> this has been really great. Um, go and like the Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe and share the podcast. And as we always say, Dan, do not forget to save.